Hi, my name's Laura and I'm a senior support coordinator at SCIA that spends too much time on the internet. Hi, I'm Jade. I'm a former representative advocate with SCIA and I've made the move to being a public servant. And like Laura, I spend too much time on the internet, particularly TikTok. And my name is Susan Wood. I am the Senior Content Manager at Spinal Cord Injuries Australia. Welcome to a new year of 2024. I spend far too much time on the internet as well, watching a lot of different clips, mainly people reading from the streams of Reddit, which is what we're going to do today. This is the first episode of Have the Nerve Shorts. We've decided we're going to break it up and do some like short episodes in between the longer episodes. We're calling this From the Internet. And you'll be hearing from different sections of SCIA, Uh, But for today, we're going to be reading from uh, one of my favorite platforms and now obviously one of uh, Jade and Laura's favorite platforms, Reddit. We're going to have a look through the uh, Am I the Arsehole threads of Reddit. Now, this began because I was watching something on the internet and came across Smosh Games, which if anybody doesn't know who they are, they... um, a group of people who do like sketch comedy, um, improv comedy, that sort of thing in the United States. They do a lot of these kinds of reads. And one day when I was watching it, they came across one of the stories that uh, was about disability but did not have anybody with a disability going in there to like discuss it. So I think everybody kind of had a little bit of a They didn't know how to respond to the story. And so that's why we're here today, because all three of us have lifelong disability. So we're going to start off with the story that started this whole thing, which is, would I be the arsehole for saying my girlfriend and I aren't going to an anime expo if she has to leave Monday and I have to leave Sunday? So this doesn't give any context, so that's why we're going to keep reading. Context is required here. My girlfriend is disabled, incredibly poor eyesight, so I tend to be pretty protective. My girlfriend and I live together and we've gone to cons in our home state of Louisiana and in nearby states a few times. This would be the furthest away. She was accepted as a performer at an anime expo in Los Angeles and I'd love for her to perform, but her assigned spot is Monday. I work Monday to Friday, 8 to 5, and since until I hit my 90-day mark, which would be around the 6th of the 11th or so, not that that really matters in context of when we're reading this, um, I'm classified as temporary. I'm not eligible for benefits, uh, including personal time off. Until then, and and highly doubt I'd have days off by the time the Anime Expo rolls around. Now, I knew what I'd be getting into when I took the job and have been looking for alternatives with benefits from day one and a shorter or even no commute time, including remote work, but nothing has worked on that front yet. So I'm assuming I'll have the job at the time of the Anime Expo, which by which point, look, listen, I would be doing a better job reading this uh, if it weren't for the insane punctuation of this uh, thread. Um, So assuming I'll have the job at the time of the anime expo, by which point I'll be full time employee. When she brought it up today, I said, I'd love to go to the con if we could make it work financially, but I can't take Monday off. And I wouldn't want her to stay in another state without me for a day. She brought up that one of her friends lives in Los Angeles and that another friend from Houston did take the day off and would be in Los Angeles for the con. I said, I wouldn't want her to stay out of state an extra day without me. If it was my best friend I've known since kindergarten, I'm generally somewhat anxious of the world and tend to plan the worst case scenario is likely. 
She said, I should post an ask here. Would I be the asshole for saying that my girlfriend can't stay in another state on the, another side of the country for an extra day if I have to go back to work? Just to add, we've discussed other options. Like if I were to work a 10-day rest of the week and cover the time for Monday, but that would be rough. Like if we took the Monday night flight back to Louisiana and I had to be into work by 8 a.m. Tuesday morning, it just seems that unless I could take Monday, Tuesday off, it would really be, wouldn't really be feasible. I was just planning for us to just not do the anime expo until I had a better job with, with time off. And then that's where it ends before the edit begins. Uh, I don't know where to start first. Where do you want to start, Jade? Yeah, hi. A little bit more context about me. I am actually legally blind and have been since birth. Um, And hearing that, all my little, like, alarm bells (laughs) went off um, because it sounds like this guy... Uh, you know, I understand that he cares about her and he worries, but it sounds like that he's projecting his own anxiety of the world onto her, um, which isn't cool. Um, if she's got friends that are willing to, you know, stick by her on the Monday, I don't see why she can't go. Um, it, I, yeah, I, I'm kind of at a bit of a loss because if that was my boyfriend, I would be reconsidering my relationship status with him yeah yeah I would say he's the a-hole like she's already <laughs> explained um that she's that she's got it straight into it yeah so she's already explained that she's got a um, contingency plan she's already got um people looking out for her and she's thought it through um so I think you know she should have the choice of doing um what she'd like to do, um, you know, just by the boyfriend telling her, no, you can't do this is a huge red flag in my book. And as Jade said, he's not worth it. It's not worth it. Um, but you know what else I was thinking? Uh, while I was reading this, I was thinking about how this lady must, uh, does, does he have to be with her everywhere she goes? Is that what he thinks should happen? Because this, this is a huge deal for her. Like she's been asked to perform at this anime expo. She's obviously super excited. She just wants to go. And he's like, no, he's crushing her dreams, which just because for the sake of him being afraid, right? So there is an edit. The situation changed a little. Her performance spot was moved to Saturday night. Now she would still want to stay for most of Sunday, which would require flying out Sunday night at the latest. So not the same, but it's still a case where getting to work Monday morning would be difficult. I know that even if this changes a little, it doesn't change the underlying issue. I notice that many mention anxiety. I have had ADHD as a child. I've been told that I show signs of anxiety, but I've never been able to afford a psychiatrist for a diagnosis. So I don't know how I would ever get anything like that. But regardless of that last part of the paragraph, this is 100% about him. Yeah. I think, um, We've all gone out places, I like by ourselves, I assume, um, or maybe you know would want to go out somewhere where I've traveled 
interstate by myself for people who I mean if you don't listen to the podcast I've, I've only talked about this a thousand times but like my um my spinal cord injury was via a stroke during my birth so I've never not known a life where I haven't had a disability and all three of us are in exactly the same situation right um and if somebody were to take the agency of our independence away from us and deny us the ability to be able to do something that we love that would be horrific regardless of the anxiety that he feels um he's really just suppressing her life yeah like I think you know as um Susan said I live with a physical disability as well and and going out with a disability can be quite fatiguing and tiresome so it's like he hasn't even taken the chance to to put himself in her shoes. Yes, this is a huge deal for her um, with reaching her goals and doing what she'd like to do, um, you know. But, you know, he's sort of saying to her, oh, I'm too worried about, worried about me basically. Um, I think it's better if they talk more about the logistics of it. Because whilst he might be worrying about her and worrying about how she would manage things on her own, they haven't talked about it. I think, um, you know, if they talked about it more, came to an agreement, um, that'd be more accommodating. So this uh, this girlfriend actually uh, messaged the board and she said, hello, everyone, I'm the girlfriend in question. I have nystagmus. And I'm legally blind, so he helps me get around. That's the disability he mentioned. I know AX, which is the expo, gives months notice, but the email actually got filtered. So today was the first time I had found out and I'm in shock. I really want to do this, but I'm not sure how to convince him. I'm in the room with him right now and he seems pretty mad because all the comments you're making. So, yeah, so um, it was unequivocally you're the asshole right mm. uh and rightly so because again like i said taking agency away yeah. from um this person um i have nystagmus that's one of my conditions i have several um and like if if someone tried to turn around to me and say you know what i can't take the day off work um and which means that you can't go I would have some serious issues, especially because, like, I've been asked to perform and it would, you know, it's, you know, going to these expos is my passion, it's my hobby. Um, I would be livid. I feel like, you know, nystagmus is something that is from birth, which means that she's been living with this condition since birth. That means that she knows how to navigate her world. That means that she's got little life hacks and travel hacks that help her in her day-to-day because it's stuff that we learn, we teach ourselves almost from a young age when we're visually impaired. Um, And it's very, very frustrating um, that, you know, if they're living together or, or whatever at this point, that he hasn't even taken the time to ask her questions about her visual impairment or um, try and get an understanding of how she sees the world and, and navigates around the world. Like I've been with my partner for, well, we've been hanging out for about two two months and 
he's asked me so many questions and tried to get an understanding. Um, so I don't understand why, you know, um, like why she's tolerating this at all. Um, I do think that she could do better. And I do think that he's the asshole in this situation. Yeah. It's kind of a bit, it's a bit all over the place with both of these people because they keep mentioning work, Mm. but they keep not focusing Mm. back on the thing that's really the issue. It would be a bit harder to go without him. Yes, absolutely. I don't know how or what, like how much support you need in your life, Laura. Do you go to things by yourself? Do you need assistance? Like, Yeah, so I guess, you know, from listening to what she has to say, yes, it would be harder to go without him, but does she think that or did she just get that planted in her head by the boyfriend? Right. Because mm. right? she would have been super excited as Jade says she'd already um would have known um the hacks as they say to get around safely um so as soon as he plants that in her head it'd be causing her a lot of anxiety with my disability um depending on the situation and where I'm going um if it would be a big event like this I would need a support person um but I found before I had that support person in my life, I faced the um, same thing of would I be safe, Um, would I be able to get around and do what I needed to do without having a fall or getting really tired. So I definitely understand Mm -hmm. her point of view. But you would know how to, like, you wouldn't be like, oh, my gosh, I can't, you know, my friends are going to be there, they're going to help. So obviously you're going to have that support network there when you're at this convention. So you're not not going out with like not not having support. It's just that he seems to want to gatekeep that support and it's a little bit gaslighty. A hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I just went to Good Things Festival a couple of weeks ago, which was amazing. It was hot. The concrete was melting, but whatever. Um, <laughs> we could talk and- about our top favourite bands in a second. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, um, like, I went. I went with a friend because my partner unfortunately got COVID and couldn't come. But, um, you know, that it was rough, but it's my passion. And if, if my partner had turned around and said, you know what, no, I have COVID, you can't go because I don't trust you to be there with a friend, honestly, just because of the calibre of bands there and stuff, I probably would have said, you know what, I think we need to just put a stop to this right now um, because it is – I find it to be a little bit controlling to take away someone's autonomy like that. Um, You know, as I said earlier, she knows how to navigate her environment and, yes, it will be exhausting for her if she goes with or without him. But it might be a little bit physically easier for her to go with him. But, you know, like that's ultimately her decision to make, um, not his and you're removing somebody's good time from them, right? 100%. Speaking of Good Things Festival, and we, I mean, Jade and I have uh, a lot of musical interests in common, so um, we're super into metal, super into black metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've gone to a lot of gigs 
separately together, you know what I mean? You would be with Kira and we went to see uh, Gajira and Lacuna Coil and I was down the front next to the mosh pit and you were upstairs with Kira uh, hanging out with Lacuna Coil. And then recently... Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and then recently I went to a Limp Biscuit concert by myself and I thought maybe now was a good time to tell you about the story of that particular moment because people who don't fully understand that we already know what sort of atmosphere we're about to enter into. You know, when I went and saw Limp Biscuit, there was a, I just, I went, okay, <clears throat> backtrack a little bit. Three weeks before that, I went to a gig there and um, they have a wheelchair platform. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to take that wheelchair platform. I'm going to see what it's like. Right. But the height of that platform and the distance that it was, it was like everybody who's tall moves to the back. Right. Cause they know that they're tall and they're in everybody's way. But those tall people are the same height as me on that platform. So I'm on the platform with like seven, eight other people with mobility issues we couldn't see anything. You're lucky if you can see the flashing lights, yeah. I was looking at stuff through my phone, which I was raising above my head because people who were six feet and over were the same height and eye height and I, it was just not worth it. So then when I knew that Limp Biscuit was going to be there and I was like, no, no, I'm going to be down the front. I'm going to get there early. I don't care. I'm by myself. Got there and suddenly every every security person was on notice. They were like so afraid and they kept saying to us, well, they kept saying to me, I was by myself, um, you know, this, this crowd can get really rowdy. Um, you know, we're really concerned about your safety. Can you please move to the back? And I'm like, no, nope, I'm not moving to the back. I know what I'm here for. This is not my first metal gig. And literally everybody behind me was like, you're not letting her go to the back. This is discrimination for you to be able to do something like this. Like this is not right for you to tell an adult that they can't attend the gig, that this is an all ages gig. And you haven't said anything about children, for example, who might be entering into that mosh pit or whatever's going on. And I think it really goes back to the fact that people don't understand that inherently people are good, you know, like they will back you if you need to have any support I mean, we've been to a lot of rough gigs. You went to, you go to good things. You're just like, yep, yeah, I'm in it. Well, the thing is, is I actually found Good Things Brisbane, the people to be a whole lot nicer up here and a lot more accommodating up here than in Sydney. Sorry, Sydney goers, uh, Sydney metal goers. Um, oh I was a bit late for Sepultura. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know who Sepultura is, they are from Brazil and they are an amazing thrash metal band. Um, and I was like right up the back and I was like, no, you know what, I want to get closer. And all the like middle-aged men are like, oh, darling, do you want me to help you get closer? And they were like making paths for me in the mosh to get me and my friend a little bit closer to Sepultura. Same thing happened uh, with Limp Biscuit. I did not want to be down in the mosh pit. I know what Limp Biscuit mosh pits can be like. Um, so I decided for my own, you know, for my own sanity, it was dark and I was thinking logistics of getting out as well. Um, I was trying to make my way to the stands and, like, people were gatekeeping the stands. And this couple saw me and they were like, you wanting to get a seat? And I was like, yeah. And they made a path. Like, they, they made a path for me to get up the steps. They had no care in the world about upsetting people. They were like, no, nah, no, nah, we're going to let this person up. I don't care what you're doing. Move. Yeah. Um, I, I remember when I went and saw Ghost 
um, and it was myself and uh, I met this woman who had flown from Western Australia to Sydney to go and see Ghost and um, everybody was in our way and bless her, she was like taking photos being like this is this is our, you know, this is our, our viewing, we can't see anything. And to your point, people were like, oh, well, whatever, until one person, because I turned to this woman and when I realised she had flown from Western Australia, I was like, I'm not going to let you sit behind all these people and not see this band. You have flown so far. Um, and so basically I just yelled at this crowd and I'm like, let us through. And then they just parted like the Red Seas and they were like, right, it's fine just like whatever. And then at the same time this was happening, the security didn't know how to handle it because I don't think they were used to really, really vocal uh, people with disabilities just really wanting to see their favourite band. And maybe that comes down to it a little bit. So in this man's situation, unfortunately I feel like his girlfriend is not the type of person to be very absolutely not, I'm going to go do it. She needs to build her own confidence and he's not really building that confidence. He's not allowing her to. Don't let someone's assumptions or misinformation about your disability um, stop you from doing what you want to do. Don't go to a lot of effort to make him understand because sounds like they've been together for a long time. If he's not understanding now, what's it going to be like in 10 years if you're married with children? What is he going to be like? with you raising children or taking children to school or something like that. Like I know I'm thinking like really long term, but if he's not allowing her to do this, what else isn't he going to allow her to do because of his own anxieties and lack of understanding? So I guess my final thought is I I hope she gets out. (laughs) Across the board, we've decided he is the arsehole and hopefully, because this was posted seven months ago, that she went to that convention, had the best time and he didn't come with her and then she got home and she was like, actually, I have this newfound feeling of independence and I just can't believe I've been going without this for so long. Um, So, ladies, thank you very much for joining us for Have the Nerve Shorts. We're going to be putting this out every couple of weeks between the long episodes and, uh, yeah, that's awesome.